And so for today, I've got my review of the DJI Mini 4 Pro after two months. That's right, it's actually been two months since the Mini 4 Pro was initially released. It's crazy how fast time flies by, but after using this for an extended period of time, testing it in all sorts of scenarios, testing all the new features, really pushing it to its limits, these are my thoughts now after two months. Is it worth the upgrade for you? Is this a drone you should consider? I'll condense all of my thoughts into this video so you can kind of see what it's been like for me to use this drone for two months straight. This is like my go-to drone. I'll take it out all the time. I've flown in all sorts of locations, all different scenarios, all different lighting conditions and tracking locations and whatnot. So I really just wanted to condense all of my thoughts into one video just to let you know what it's been like using it for two months. What's going on, beautiful internet family? My name is Dan Davis and I'm the creative director here on danstube.tv, which is Australia's number one ranked drone YouTube channel. I'm also the course creator over on the Fearless Drone Academy, which is the ultimate online drone course for beginners. And I've condensed all of my knowledge, all of my experiences into that drone course. So if you want to take your flight to the next level and become a Fearless Drone Pilot, make sure to use the code DANGETUBE to save 10% over on the Fearless Drone Academy's website. And so when I finally got this in my hands, I kind of noticed that there were so many similarities between it and the Mini 3 and Mini 3 Pro. You know, even to the point that the batteries are interchangeable. You can literally use the Mini 3 and Mini 3 Pro batteries in the Mini 4 Pro. So the fact that all of that was interchangeable, the fact that it's got the same camera system on the front, it's got basically the same body, the same chassis, and everything I was looking at was kind of a little bit shocking because I thought, okay, it looks remarkably similar. Like what, what have they done here? What's new here? But as I started kind of getting into it, using the different features and learning more about it, I found out that they actually did advance the mini drone space again a little bit further. Now it's not a huge leap forward, it's not a significant leap forward in every single area, but there are definitely some advancements here. And the really, really impressive advancement is that omnidirectional obstacle avoidance. That's where they've taken this to the next level. It's a mini drone that can weigh under 250 grams, depending on what battery you use. And it's got obstacle avoidance in every single direction. So that is a huge advancement from DJI for their mini range. We've never seen anything like this from their mini drones in the past. And it really does make a huge difference, especially for people wanting to start out and get their first drone. This just creates such a safe flying experience. And from all of my tests, I found that this was one of the best obstacle avoidance systems that I had used. So I'll get into that a little bit later, but the other stuff is very similar. Like you look at the camera, it's identical, but there are some software improvements here. Everything else on the body is very similar. Like I said, the omnidirectional obstacle avoidance is the standout, the thing that's clearly noticeably different here. The other clear difference here that is more of a hardware-based difference is the auxiliary light on the base. And this just allows you to see as you're taking off and as you're landing, if you're in a, a really low light situation, situation, if it's dark, whatever it may be, to be able to light up the ground and for the drone to see what's happening 
is a huge calling card here, especially for a lot of people, because I know there's a lot of people out there that like to fly as the sun's coming down, and maybe it's really low light and awkward to see what's happening. The fact that the drone can actually light up the base of wherever you're trying to land does make a big difference here. I have some really awesome deals for my Aussie audience. If you are looking for the Mini 4 Pro, you're based in Australia and you wanna get yourself the Mini 4 Pro, I have some bundles that you can find through the D1 Store's website. Great deals with so much going on. It's packed with everything you need. And then you can also reach out to D1 directly through sales at d1store.com.au. Mention Dan's Tube and they will help you out with the best deal that they possibly can. If you're looking for a few different items or you wanna swap out different items in my bundles, make sure to just reach out and let them know and they will be able to help you out. And if you're looking for other kind of items and accessories, you can always use the code Dan's Tube on their website to save a little bit of money. For my international audience, I also have some deals below as well. Check it out on Amazon directly through DJI as well. I have some links. So check that out. I've got a bunch of different deals to help people out and it also helps me out. So I do really appreciate all the support guys. Let's get into it. So that was kind of my initial thoughts and I know that a lot of people shared those thoughts. They kind of looked at it and immediately judged it and just said this is the same drone. You know they haven't done anything to it. But really when you dive into it there are some big advancements here. So like I said the omnidirectional obstacle avoidance is the huge calling card here, especially for people who wanted to use the drone in lots of different kind of tracking situations where they're quite complex. So the fact that we've got this really wide field of view from these almost like fisheye style lenses here really does make a huge difference because the drone can see in every single direction around it. And I tested it in an area with a bunch of trees, like there were these trees, no branches hanging off the side, but just a bunch of trees and they were super close to each other. And I was scared, let's be honest, I was quite scared taking this drone into that kind of environment. I had tested it with the Air 3 in a different situation and the drone actually did hit a branch, hit the ground, and I had to get the drone repaired. So I put the Mini 4 Pro in a situation where it had a perfect chance to prove everyone wrong. You know, put it in a situation where it could really dart between the trees, really show off what it can do. And like I said, I'm really impressed with what it was able to do. It was confident as it was kind of like going around the trees, as it was darting between different um, yeah, different maneuvers, as I was changing direction, it did impress me a lot. Now, I realized that I wasn't moving extremely fast, so it was just a walking pace. So if you were to take like a mountain bike or anything like that through one of these situations, it could be a completely different story. But for the test that I did when I was walking at a steady pace, it was extremely impressive. It picked up on everything. The sensors did a great job. The drone navigated everything perfectly, and I found that the tracking was phenomenal because again, one of the big calling cards here, which I mentioned in previous videos, is something called Active Track 360. So this is again, a software addition. So it feels like this drone, yes, the big hardware calling card is the omnidirectional obstacle avoidance and then the auxiliary light. But there's a lot of software updates going on in this drone. And the big one is Active Track 360. So what that actually means is that the drone can track you in 360 degrees. It can go in all different directions on all different angles and you also have the option to change the distance that you want the drone to be tracking you from. So there's almost like these circles, there's an inner circle and then an outer circle. And you can actually tap on the screen and drag your finger create almost like an orbit effect or a helix effect around the subject. And that was extremely cool to see in person. It did a great job. And I love the fact that in the settings, you have a lot of control to change even more settings. You know, you can change the height, the distance, you can get the drone to track you really low, which I did in a few scenarios and it did a great job. And I found that the customization with Active Track 360 was great because they could have just gone with the basic offering and just gone, here's Active Track 360 and that's all you can do with it. But the fact that they've given us 
even more customization, really did make the experience even more enjoyable. And I've seen a lot of petitions online actually, people want ActiveTrack 360 on the Mavic 3 series and the Air 3. So it really has piqued a lot of people's interest and it is as impressive as it looks. So that's one of the biggest calling cards, one of the biggest like unique offerings here. At the moment, at the time of me doing this video, it's still exclusive to the Mini 4 Pro. I definitely think we'll see it in future models, but quite an impressive offering. It's more than a novelty. It actually is uh, just a very useful feature. And I found that it's really smart. Um, this is what I was noticing like with the progression of DJI. The, the tracking now is almost planning ahead. It's planning your trajectory so that it can go, okay, well, I've lost him, but he's gonna be coming out here. So it kind of makes sure that it recognizes, okay, well, after this tree, he's gonna come out here. And then straight when it sees you, the tracking starts again. So really impressive stuff, never seemed to lose me, never had any issues with it getting close to trees or anything like that. So that was one of the biggest calling cards here. The other cool updates here are to do with the camera, but it's not to do with hardware because it is the same camera system that we saw in the Mini 3 and the Mini 3 Pro. There's no difference here, same camera system, same camera unit, no changes in any way. It can still do the vertical video, so it can flip around and do vertical, and it can still do the horizontal as well of the landscape. So there's no difference there, but what it does give us is the option to go 4K, 60 FPS in HDR, which looks great and is a nice offering. The file sizes are quite large, but you know, looks great and is a nice upgrade if you wanna get just a little bit more out of your 4K drone. That's something that's nice. Maybe not enough to justify going from the Mini 3 or Mini 3 Pro to the Mini 4 Pro, but still a really nice offering. One of my favorite upgrades here, which again is a software upgrade, is the slow motion offering. So we can go 4K 100 frames per second. This is something I was obsessed with with the Air 3 and we got it on the Mini 4 Pro. So that HDR offering and the slow motion offerings, both of those are exclusive to the Mini 4 Pro when we compare it to the Mini 3 and Mini 3 Pro. Again, is that enough to justify an upgrade? Maybe not for everyone, but still a really nice upgrade with a few new features features in there. The other thing like I mentioned a little earlier was the battery and it does get a little bit confusing. So basically if you were to use the sub 250 gram battery from the Mini 3 or Mini 3 Pro, it takes the Mini 4 Pro over 250 grams. So you actually have to use a brand new Mini 4 Pro exclusive battery to make sure that the drone stays under 250 grams. You can still use the plus batteries and you can still get a bunch of flight time out of the drone. I also found that the flight experience was very reliable. No issues with that, but you know, we're kind of used to that now with DJI. They just create the best drones on the market. So it performs perfectly well in any scenario that you chuck at it. The other cool thing is we've got a few new, again, software upgrades. So we've got Waypoints, which is more of a, a pro offering. I guess it is the Mini 4 Pro, but we saw that on the Mavic 3 series. We saw it on the Air 3. Basically allows you to create and plan out Waypoint missions so that you can replicate the same mission multiple times. You do have some customization in there and you can change all different parameters and Waypoints does work flawlessly, especially because it's built in-house. It just works great. I've tested a lot of third-party Waypoint offerings in the past. A lot of the time they seem to be limited by the fact that the SDK is limited in the offering, but because this is built in-house by DJI, the performance is flawless no latency it just does exactly what you want it to so really great waypoint offering here we also get cruise control which is another big offering it basically allows you to set the parameters of all different movements so maybe you want to increase in altitude while you're kind of i guess moving around a subject to reveal something so you can set in those parameters from your sticks on the controller 
and then press cruise control and the drone is going to continue, perpetually continue to follow that until you stop it basically. So you need to be mindful of that because it won't stop unless you stop it and it will just continue. So be very careful when you're using it. So as you're probably noticing, it really is a huge software upgrade. Like yes, there's some hardware improvements here, but what they've done is they've crammed a lot of exciting software features into the Mini 4 Pro and it still does feel like a new offering. Feels like a quality of life upgrade and maybe not the upgrade for people who own a Mini 3 Pro, but maybe you own the Mini 3, which doesn't have you know, any of that obstacle avoidance, maybe that's when you would go, okay, well, this is a big upgrade for me, you know, or maybe you've got a different drone that's a little bit older. The Mini 4 Pro is a really nice upgrade for a lot of people in those scenarios. I think for Mini 3 Pro users, it's a little harder to sell. It is still a really fun upgrade and you're going to enjoy it, especially if you sell the Mini 3 Pro and then you're not spending too much money. It is a nice upgrade, but I think for a lot of people, this would be the perfect starting point if you have the money for it. You know, there's some really good budget-friendly drones out there, but if you can save up a little bit more and get yourself something like this that actually does have some awesome safety features, that is a reliable flight with great battery life, it's got a bunch of pro features, you know, it's gonna be perfect for a lot of people out there. I know there've been a lot of people who have reached out to me and said, I've got the Mini 4 Pro, that's my first drone, and they're just blown away with what's available. They're so excited by it, and I feel like a lot of people are gonna be happy with the Mini 4 Pro as their first drone. So if you can save up, I think this is a phenomenal starting point for a lot of people. The other huge calling card here is the fact that we get OcuSync 4. So I'm using the DJI RC2, which is a great controller, and you get OcuSync 4 that gives you 20 kilometers of range. Yes, crazy stuff, right? You never wanna fly that far, you always wanna keep it in line of sight, but still, the potential is phenomenal and it just means that even if you're in an area with a lot of signals, a lot of interference, you're not gonna have any issues because you've got OcuSync 4 with 20 kilometers of range. The controller as well, I'm using the RC2. This is a great controller, extremely responsive. I love having a dedicated controller so I don't have to use my phone. It just makes the world of difference to me. And I love it, it's a great build. And these two together are a phenomenal combo, a great starting point for a lot of people. And so a lot of the other options are very similar, like I said, to the previous offering on the Mini 3 Pro. You're still getting the master shots, you're getting 10-bit video options, you're still getting 48 megapixel stills, you're still getting the option to flip the camera and have vertical video. You know, you're getting a very similar offering in a lot of different respects. But as I've kind of highlighted throughout this video, there are some big calling cards here. There's a huge hardware upgrade when we look at that omnidirectional obstacle avoidance. And especially on a mini drone, like a lot of people kind of weren't overly impressed by what DJI had done here. The fact that within a year, we got something of this size. Remember, this is under 250 grams when you have the right battery in here. So tiny and it's going to work in all different scenarios because it is at that weight point that you can get away with flying this in different scenarios, different countries. You might not have to get a license or registration, stuff like that. So it is great for a lot of different people and it does have such a pro offering. But the fact that we got omnidirectional obstacle avoidance, like these are different sensors and they still kept it under that weight point. They still offered a bunch of unique features, right? All these new software upgrades. We got the legs, which I know sounds like a weird thing, but we had the legs on the Mini 3. Didn't have them on the Mini 3 Pro for some reason, maybe a weight thing. We're also getting an auxiliary light. So there's a few items that do definitely add a little bit more weight, but they still kept it under 250. 
They still have given us a bunch of exciting Pro offerings like the waypoints and cruise control. They didn't have to bring that to the Mini 4 Pro. Maybe they felt like they had to to kind of offer the community just a little bit more. Maybe it wasn't like a justified upgrade for a lot of people, but you are getting those upgrades. Again, software upgrades to the camera with 4K 60 FPS with the HDR option. Uh, you're also getting 4K 100 frames per second. So it is a feature rich offering here and a phenomenal drone. Like I've been enjoying using this so much. It's pretty much my go-to. Like I take it with me all the, everywhere, literally all the time. Um, and luckily I have extra batteries because I have the Mini 3 Pro. So at times I can take out six batteries, go to multiple locations, never gonna run out of juice. I can just use this in any scenario. It's also such a discreet drone. It's so small and quiet and lightweight. You can just put it in your pocket, literally, and then take it out, launch it, ready to go. It really is a great offering. The fact that I can hold it in my hand like that and it's so tiny, I don't know, I'm just blown away with what they've been able to do with the technology here. So yeah, like I said before, maybe for Mini 3 Pro users, maybe it's not worth the upgrade just yet, but for so many people, for the majority of people out there wanting to get into drones, this is probably the best offering. If you can save a little bit extra, yeah, there are some budget offers and yeah, they're great drones as well. But if you can save a little extra and get something like this, you are going to love it. It's a great offering with so much going on. So anyway, those are my thoughts on the Mini 4 Pro after two months. I can't believe how fast time has been flying by, but two months later, still loving this drone, still extremely impressed with what they've been able to do in a year. You know, like it's only been a year since the Mini 3 Pro. And uh, yeah, they've packed a lot into this drone. So it could be a perfect upgrade for a lot of people. Um, it could also just be the perfect first drone for a lot of people. So let me know your thoughts below. If you've got any questions, reach out. I will help you in any way that I possibly can if you need any support with anything. And I'll talk to you in the next one. Peace. <laughs>